Hello, all guys and gals and all non-binary pals, and welcome back to Call of the Deep, a D&D &D 5e campaign. I am your host, Dungeon Master, and NP all other NPCs that we might encounter tonight, Mikey, and I get to love these lovely group of individuals, friends, whatever you human beings, most of them are anyways, through this game. <laughs> You're not a human being. What are you then, Will? I've, I have made this point abundantly clear. I am six ants piloting a Voltron-style Warforged. That's, very, that's very complicated. And since we're all about sharing and learning more about ourselves, Will, you can go first. Introduce yourself to the lovely folks of Internet Land. If you're here, you already follow me on Twitch. Hi, I'm Radio Free Will. You can follow me here, which you probably already are if you're watching this early, and also on TikTok at Radio Free Will. And people are already leaving the damn thing, and I'm going to have to set up the freaking thing again. A rage counter go. I am playing the Barbarian. You got it on one. You got it on one. All right. I apologize. Something got kicked under the desk. My back. Yeah. I hate yes. That. Your sound is back. Your camera is not here yet. I see him. I see him with my owls. <laughs> and John is keeping track. So thank you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Chef's kiss. Chef's You're all good. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's a hydrate from Kitty and Krim already. Dang, bro, come on. My water bottle, oh, my water bottle's over there. I like one water bottle. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! That is, I'm I mean, putting that on the list the first thing I could taste when I get over this. I'm refreshing tea. Remember, hydrate or die straight. Will they need to hydrate? <laughs> but I am. Do either. Now that we took the joke and ruined it, let's continue, shall we? Next up on my lovely screen, Jacob, Jace, introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm JC Vanguard. Uh, find me on uh, TikTok. I'm not on there often anymore, but other than that, I'm just I'm just a guy, a thing, a dude. I'm just a dog that chases cars. I'm just Bill <laughs> on Capitol Hill. <laughs> I'm just a Bill. Alrighty. So after that, next lovely person to introduce himself, uh, Amador. Go for it. Oh, hi, I'm Michael, or this stream, Amador. I don't do much other than play D&D. &D. Lovely introduce, lovely introduction. All right, Mike, go ahead as you're eating food. <laughs> hey, I'm Mike. I'm also a guy that got into this group by uh, kind of nepotism. So <laughs> we're <laughs> here to play D&D &D and uh, <laughs> hang out. Will's don't have any already. social media for you to follow me on. It's hell day right now, so forgive me. Fantasy violence will solve that. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Nepotism. <laughs> Love it. And you don't have to DM this time, Will. Yay. I know. He's so enthusiastic. I love it. <laughs> Look at his happiness. Radiating. You just overall enthusiasm. Love it. It's and that's where the stream ends right there. No! <laughs> Alright, so before we get cancelled, let's continue. John, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I am John. I'm playing the Simic Hybrid Druid Human Being. You can find me on my other podcast, Improvised Weapons, another real play D&D podcast. Find anywhere, and you can follow me at the JV Lexicon on all the socials for the most part. But yeah, that's where I am. I play D&D a lot, and I also do other things. Like, yell at wrestling. Oh. Yeah. 
So a little behind the curtain, like me and John met the other day and we just talked about wrestling. It was a great time, but man, is the state of wrestling in the world of trouble right now. Specifically mm. one Vince Kennedy McMahon. We can leave that though for other times to talk. Right now we're playing yeah. D&D and Will is already less enthused than we want him to be. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> From Boston, he can't help it. Oh boy, it's going to be that kind of night. All right. For those of you watching, you may notice a new face on the screen. So, yeah, I guess we could call each other friends, even though we've only known each other for a month or two. But hey, you know what? We're friends, and I'm, that, I'm sticking to it. So, Josh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the lovely people and talk about your experiences with tabletop RPGs. Hey, everybody. So, my name is Josh. You can find me at Only Josh and you here on Twitch, TikTok, and... I think my Instagram is that. I don't remember off the top of my head. But I don't post on Instagram but once every three or four months, so you're not missing anything. I have been doing tabletop, let's see here, for 22 years now. I started with a very weeaboo Dragon Ball Z tabletop that was played in the high school library with a bunch of other guys. And... Just kind of moved in from that to uh, Dungeons & Dragons 3.5, and I then moved after a brief hiatus while I was in the military and slightly afterwards to Pathfinder D 2.0 with an online group on Roll20. I've been doing Pathfinder stuff for nine years now. Starfinder, Ghostbusters, it... I've done probably 20 or 30 one-offs on various things, including some with Will on one-shot firing range and now long-shot firing range. Mikey was in a game I ran for a little while based on 5e that crashed and burned about our third uh, session when we just couldn't get everybody together anymore, as happens. I think we've hit that and, uh, Yes, every dungeon, every D&D player's greatest foe, the calendar. It really like is. It really is, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of what I think made Pathfinder Society and its predecessor, or successor, rather, Starfinder Society popular and successful because you can literally take your characters anywhere in the world and they're tra tracked. Tracked. Tracked with online trackers anywhere you go. It just gets reported with your DM, so it's really cool. I think... Uh, Kitty from Kitty and Krim might be able to tell you more about the Starfire Society than I could. I think she's in chat somewhere right now. I'm just happy Wait. someone's here that can do math. What's math? I'm saying, if he's playing Pathfinder for that long, math better than we do. Yeah, I got all ten fingers to calculate on. She's right now, so I can go to twenty. Let's see, ahead of the game already. Honestly, you're uh, way ahead than most people are. <laughs> on this game, I play Ferenc Stormhammer. A mountain dwarf looking for adventure. Because he needs strong children. Oh, are, are we going to have dwarf bros now? There's dwarf bros. Oh. In my other podcast, I play a Stormhammer, so there's a lot of us around, apparently. Ah, oh, dwarven Stormhammer is like human smith. True. I hear that there's a lot of dwarven smiths. Oh, no. <laughs> we prefer to be going by Morrissey nowadays. No, you don't. <laughs> no one wants to be referred to as Morrissey these days. <laughs> David Morrissey does. 
Uh, yeah, okay, he's won. <laughs> prove the rule, brother. Accept it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> There's one guy that wants to be known as Morrissey. Ergo, no one else wants to be referred to as Morrissey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yes, so I get the lovely privilege of running these lovable nerds <laughs> through D&D tonight. A little bit of housekeeping. You, For those of you watching, you may have noticed a... Player missing, Kiltman42. He has made the decision to take some time and kind of step away from the campaign for a little bit. He's doing really good. Send him your love and wishes, but he will be back in the future that I'm hoping. But yeah, send him your love and support. All right, now that we've got that out of the way, shall we begin? <laughs> okay, so here we go. Recap time. Last time on Call of the Deep, there was a lot of things that happened. You guys were taking in the aftermath of your ship being attacked by notorious pirate Captain Callus, And after the captain taking two of the prisoners down into the brig, you guys decided to rest for the night, do your nightly rituals. Two of you in particular had some very eventful things happen at night. Darylin ended up finding a companion in a magical book who told him that he needs to seek one Terra Bellamar in Gunderlin, while our barbarian Endymion had a very interesting dream which ended in a woman in ornate robes covered in waves telling him to continue forward and things will fall into place. After a couple of days or so, the ship ran into some smoke signals coming from a local island, which upon investigation and knowledge from a couple of people belonged to the Rajani family, a royal family that specializes in human trafficking and all sorts of really bad things. And our gem dragonborn, Tydak, knew all of that all too well. So upon his request, as well as the request of the captain, you guys made your way to the island and began investigating the ship, which gave us a little sneak peek into Tydak's past before running into two individuals still hiding out on the ship. One gray goliath and a shaogun fish person type of person that we have dubbed Hakan. So congratulations. <laughs> upon exiting the ship, while that was going on, Hugh, having his own little moment, hid inside the hull and did some scouting where he found the captain of the ship with his blink dogs in a distance. Once everyone got back together, and what I have to add is probably one of my favorite moments for last session, Hugh cast Entangled on our uh, captain, and upon realizing that an enemy is nearby, he shouted the battle command that summoned two more blink dogs and we are at the top of this episode with a fight so i need everyone including you josh please roll me initiative this should be right. roll Maddie's lovely i have 15 i don't know if i critted i got a natural 20. i'm not even wow first of the night are you kidding yeah. me, bro? Come yeah. on now. <laughs> that's it right there. It's backwards, but that's a 20. Lovely. Eight. Oh, that's also a big eight for me. Respectable 13 for me. <laughs> All right. Eight. Brandimian. 13. Another eight. 
And Darylin, what did you end up getting? <laughs> 20 total. Dig! Dirty 20. Trust me, this is as this is as good as I'm gonna get all all night. Yeah, natural right. twenty. Natural twenty on initiative always stings. Like I couldn't have rolled that two rolls later. Yeah, on oh, my attack or maybe like a skill check. I don't need to go first. Saving from poison or disease. Exactly, <laughs> unless you're a paladin, don't worry about that. Although, Alrighty. you know what? I just realized what was what was Kiltman playing again? He was uh, playing. What was his okay. class again? Wild magic sorcerer. So I'm just looking over, and this is something. Like, just looking over at the characters that we're playing, we are completely a part. We are a party completely devoid of subtlety. Yeah, yeah you didn't realize this from the beginning. Yeah. We have no rogue. We have no bard. We are very I am as close to as, as subtle as we come. I am very quiet when I flop around. Not so subtle. Okay, cool. Yep. No. Oh yeah. So, so we we are we are the kick in the door party. <laughs> you just kicked the door last session. I, I did. I did. <laughs> you kicked the door into shreds. I did. Yes. <laughs> that right. was that was a fun moment. <laughs> so what's going on? Okay. So we are at the top of the order. So. With the natural 20, Corvus, you are first. <laughs> oh, hold up. So what is a lovely battle without a lovely map? Hang on. Let me send the link to you guys. Wow. A map that you can already wow. see on the stream there, courtesy of Owlbear Rodeo. Thanks, Owlbear Rodeo. For all of you oh. watching, definitely <laughs> go and use Owlbear. It is, trust me, when you go Owlbear, there's no other... Virtual tabletop you would want to use. Once you At go owl bear, once you go owl bear, you'll just stay there. We need a jingle and music and everything. <laughs> I will. I expect my. I'll, I'll take the payment anytime you're ready. Owl bear radio. Oh jeez. All right, the link is up in the session three notes. So when you open that, you will see a very lovely map. But Corvus, you are currently up. So. Just as a reminder, you are dealing with four blink dogs and a entangled human being. So what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to attack one of the dogs. No, I don't have labels. I guess the one like imme the immediately in front of me. I think immediately. Be... Yeah, <laughs> so... the one that's straight ahead from me. It'll be the one on the bottom right on the map. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... You may attempt to do so. Go for it. What are you going to shoot it with? My longbow, hopefully. Lovely. Hopefully it lands. That is a fat to the 17 hit. Oh, damn. Yes, it does. <laughs> Roll for damage. And it deals. Five piercing damage. How do you like them apples? Wait till it gets a chunk out of you later. <laughs> No. All right. So, as <laughs> everything is coming in, Corvus, you just instinct alone. You just take <laughs> a shot and hits the thing straight in its body. Now it's turning towards you, and it's a little pissed. <laughs> All right, Darlin, you are up, my friend. All right. Let's see. We're going to. I'm going to use my emboldening bond and grant a extra d4 to 
uh, Q and Corvus, and they can use that on any attack ability or saving throw. Nice. For the next Damn, 10 minutes, you can add it to every roll. <laughs> Jeez, I forgot you had. Now I'm going to have to try harder. <laughs> and that is your action for this turn? <laughs> that is my action. All right. Cool. Tidak, you are up. As I do, I'm going to pull my glaive and run my 30 feet, and hopefully my swing hits someone that's 10 feet from, hits one of the dogs that's 10 feet from that. Let's see. So if you, so you're going to just run straight into the fray, huh? <laughs> Me? No, never. Yes. Okay. So, Will, if I'm correct, you guys can move your tokens on Owlbear. We can't. <laughs> All right, I can so... even click on the enemy ones, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Then I'll, I'll, I will... Move yourself. I'll, I will open the link and do it myself. Do it yourself. I can't do everything for you. But, but Daddy... Shh, that's not the show. <laughs> Run that back. <laughs> Sir, we talked about this. Let's see. 10, 20, 30. There's a leaf here. 10, 20, 30... So, I think I'm supposed to be the leaf. Yes. <laughs> you are. Oh, whoops! I just destroyed. I just got rid of the leaf because I thought it was uh, superfluous. Don't worry, right. I got it. All right, All right cool. So I, I think I can hit this one. I will say my... you can. I'm not a stickler when it comes. You have to be. I mean, this direct... is this spot's five. This spot's ten. I think I can. I will allow it because I'm not a stickler for that kind of stuff. But first, let's see if you actually hit the thing. Oh, fair. Oh, that's a solid. No, I got a seven. Ha! <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, do I have a... No, I don't. I'm screwed. <laughs> no, you're not. <clears throat> All right. Uh, All right, let's keep going then. <laughs> As you guys are in the heat of battle, coming from the forest... You guys hear a rustling kind of coming off of the side, and through the thicket emerges a very interesting character. Can you please introduce your character to everyone, what he looks like and what's happening? <laughs> so, he's a dwarf, a little bit tall for a dwarf. He's got mostly copperish red hair with some streaks of gray going through it, wearing scale plate armor and He's got a hammer on his hip, a great axe across his back, and he's wielding a bow. And he looks out across the beach and sees a lot of yeah, what seems to be happening here. My gosh, I love it. Was, was that a question for the group, or was that just just a statement? A bit of both. Highly <laughs> rhetorical, but if you want to answer, he won't be mad. Ah. <laughs> uh... We fight oh, blinky uh, things. And he's got a series of braids in both his mustache and his beard, as a dwarf should. Uh, that's... Oh, we're going to have so much fun. But yeah, so Josh, it is your turn, so what would you like to do? Is that where I'm coming from? It's up to you. You Wherever you want to come from, well, it's up to you. <laughs> I was in the corner, and now I'm in the middle of the map. That's why I'm asking. You're a very yeah. fast dwarf. <laughs> Dwarves are natural sprinters. Is They're dangerous over short distances. I <laughs> so I just want to make sure that I am coming out from 
this area where there is greenery Tucson. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure if that meant I had to come from the edge of the map or from that area, so now that's cleared up. I know monstrosities, which a blink dog is one. They're not truly evil. So I'm not sure what's going on here. And I see a cousin! Cousin! How fair are you? What goes on here? We ran into some trouble, and this guy's an asshole, and he's got some pups with him. <laughs> so it's the head of the snake deal. Oh my gosh, I love this already. <laughs> All right then. I'll move to here with an arrow notch to my bow. Use my bonus action Whoa. to cast Hunter's Mark on the asshole. Oh shit. <laughs> So, Hugh, quick question for you. Are there any benefits since he is currently entangled at the moment? He's not entangled. He's restrained. You just look up the restrained effect. Hold on. Hold that back up here. I was looking that up for just a second here. All right. Restrained. The restrained creature's speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. And the creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Yep, that's what I'm looking for, so the advantage portion, so you can roll with the advantage. And with advantage, it comes to a 15. That is what you needed to hit, so that hit. If it meets, it beats it. And with the extra damage from Hunter's Mark, it comes out to 13 piercing. Damn! I rolled a 7 on a d8 and a 3 on a d6. Oh, lovely. Alright, sure... I'm assuming that's the end of your turn. <laughs> oh, that's a movement, a bonus action, and an attack action, so that'll be my turn. Mm, with this group, I'm going to have to go harder. Lovely. All right, Hugh, you are up, my friend. And now I'm muted here. Let's see here. I am going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'm going to move to about here. Yes. Someone said, um, sorry. I think it was Jake and he, uh, Mikey, out. yes. Hey, uh, DM, your camera is not broadcasting to Twitch. Give me a sec. Okay. Hopefully that's it. <laughs> we lost Jace. He rage quit. Yeah, I'm gonna move here, and then I am going to. You're gonna see. He was gonna crouch down, just a little bit. Yeah, get in a position here, and he looks starts to rock like the waves are moving him. And he's going to wild shape into a giant crab. Oh, shit. <laughs> he looks like Kingler, but like teal and big black eyes. <laughs> okay. Can I give a little spout of water up there? That's a fish mother can only love. Oh, my gosh. Let me ask and that you is something. my turn. All right, hold up. What color what? is this? What colors? It's like a mixture of like kelp and right. and uh, those sea bobble things that are like kind of like yellowish brown. They're like popped out of everywhere and just like grabbing. A missed opportunity. <laughs> Dang. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. Get out. Well, we're not in the lake, are we? We're in the ocean. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Great. Now has a crab to deal with. Lovely. All right, my barbarian brother. Yeah. It is your turn. All right, let's see what's going on here. Let's see, what is my move speed right now? Is it, is it up to 40 now? Uh, no, it's still only 30. I don't have It'll the... get there. It'll get there. Do barbarians get the move speed bonus anymore, or is that just a third edition thing? I think it was third edition. Lost. Yeah, we lost Jace. We lost Jace. All right, so 
Yeah, we're going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's not into the entangled area yet, is it? No, the, the entangled, entangled area only affects him because it's it's not all creatures, I believe. Okay. All right, then, yeah, I'm going to make that move, and with that momentum, I'm going to throw a javelin at this guy. Oh, damn. <laughs> Whenever I get to second, we got two more hydrates into the chat. Yeah, no, I missed. That's a 12 total for a restrained buddy. <laughs> like 12 to hit? 12 to hit. Did okay. you roll at advantage? Yeah, did you roll Ooh. at advantage? <laughs> He's restrained. Oh, that's much better. That's a 23. I was like, oh, he didn't hit it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Uh, all right, and so with the javelin, that is going to be nine damage. Yikes. Okay. As I launch yeah. a as I launch a harpoon over the blink dogs into this guy's shoulder. Well, okay. All right, we've lost Jason. Mikey, you're starting to get you're starting to auto tune a little bit. Oh yeah. My yeah no yeah yeah I see that machine gun preacher where uh, Jace left and. By the time I fix it, he's going to be back, and then it's going to mess the whole thing up all all over again. Because <sighs> this is what happens when you try to rely on things. Internet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm mad with science. Oh, my goodness. All righty. Oh, I so forgot, one we... forgot one thing about my crab. When he moves, he goes, whoop, whoop, whoop. Damn <laughs> it. That was the one thing I was hoping it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I'm just here to create havoc and crap. Antihoos. <laughs> Come on, Mike. You need to be crabby. Get out. <laughs> That's it. I'm over it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, join us next week when we play uh, something else. Okay. So now you guys probably have surmised, but now it is the baddies' turn. They rolled piss poor <laughs> for initiative. All right. Bandit, our captain, is a... Uh, restrained at the moment he can make a strength saving throw to try to get unrestrained at the end of his turn alright let's at disadvantage I will check that to be sure I don't think it's at disadvantage no just dexterity saving throws Okay. his attack rolls okay. are disadvantage alright let's we'll just do that let's see if he cuts his way out dexterity saving throw go strength, strength saving throw is oh, strength saving throw oops yep I'm assuming a 12 doesn't make it. It does not. He is still restrained. Yeah. <laughs> you do that in crab form, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this guy's trying to cut his way out, but he, it's no cigar, so you can just see on his face he's getting more and more flustered and frustrated. All right, now it is the Blinko Dogs' turn. So we're going to have number one. You're the closest thing to it, Endymion, so it is going to run up to you. And it is going to attempt to bite you. Lucky me. <laughs> does a 19 hit. I'm pretty sure it does. It does. Sweet. Okay, so let's roll for damage. Yikes. <laughs> you take six piercing damage. This dog, seeing that a bunch of random strangers are starting to attack its master, this dog goes for you, Endymion, and just bites into your leg and just... Yeah, it's got a good chunk of your leg right now. <laughs> All right. Oh, 
Oh, oh. Wait, hey, are we, are we oh, back in business? New challenger approaches. Who's the... Be like, new phone, who this? You good, Jace? Is everything okay? What happened, buddy? My computer, my computer can't handle all the stuff I was running because I had Twitch, I had Albert Rodeo, I had my thing up, and this. My computer went, no. <laughs> Your computer just Mick Jaggered. Oh, no. Wow. No, I'm sorry, computer says no. Oh yeah. boy. Okay. Glad to have you back online, buddy. Just in time for you to, for this blink dog to try to bite a chunk out of you. Yay! <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's that's lovely. Sixteen does it hit, sir? Oh yeah. Lovely. All right, here we go. <laughs> Our pin that cushion's hit. back. <laughs> that is five piercing damage. So this should be fun. So five piercing damage, same thing. That's what happened with Nivian. Just comes after you, sees tasty lizard meat and takes a chunk out of you. All right, so let's keep going. So doggo number three is going to go so, after Nivian. Am, am I the only one that thinks Mikey sounds like Daft Punk at the moment? Same. No. Yeah. Well, now is that you mentioned, he's working harder, better, stronger, faster. May Dapo rest in peace. I'm just hoping that they All keep. Right. I'm just keep. I, I just hope that they keep. Someone else gives them an opportunity to do a soundtrack, even if they're not credited as Daft Punk, because the Tron Legacy soundtrack, the movie was eh. The soundtrack was oh my god. Yeah. The soundtrack was banging. <laughs> All right, back to Doggos. Indivian is gonna try to bite you. <laughs> Indivian's gonna try to bite him. What's the mm. safe word? Is it pineapple juice? No, no, it's it, it, no, the safe word is meatloaf. The safe word is leftovers. <laughs> I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. All right, Doggo is going to try to bite Endymion. Oh. Does a 19 obviously hit? Yeah, it hit last time, so why wouldn't it hit this time? <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> for what? He's not, he's not a paladin with plate armor and a shield. It's going to hit. I haven't had a chance yeah. to rage yet. Oh. Yeah. So I'm taking full thing. damage. Oh Alright. <laughs> so that's three points of piercing. Doggo number four. Get our healer in here. Doggo number four is going to... Is not very happy with a couple of you, but Doggo number four is going to go after Mr. Farron over here. Attempt to go after him anyways. Ugh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that doesn't hit. 13 doesn't hit, correct? Negative. Yeah, so Doggo just... Big old miss. Alright, back to the top of the order. Corvus, it is your turn. Alright, so... Doggo number four is going to get another arrow. And... That is going to be... Oh, I think this misses. Does a ten hit? I don't think it does, right? It does not. Alrighty. Oh... I'm gonna move... Actually, I'm just going to stay. I'm going to end my turn there. Okay. So you end your turn there. Big old miss. So we move on to Darlin. Yutsen. Sizing up. Uh, Endymion's just kind of bruised up, not bloodied yet. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine. So we're going to go ahead and do old Sacred Flame. That's going to be a dex check on our, our asshole wrapped up in seaweed right now. And he has disadvantage on dexterity saves. Yep. 
you love to see when players band together. So disadvantage. That was a natural twenty. Ah. Yeah, definitely doesn't pass. Four plus three is seven. <laughs> four four damage. Okay, that's not as they uh beam of radiant energy strikes down on him and is clearly pissed off God. You have clearly pissed off God. Okay, so Mike, we have to figure out if this is canon or not. Last session we said that basically Darlin is the Ned Flanders of this universe. Are we playing him as Ned Flanders in this universe? <laughs> I am game. Let's <laughs> work for all you Lily Diddleys. <laughs> this is the best day ever! <laughs> Stupid sexy Darlin. Put it on a t-shirt. Okay. This plate mail is so form-fitting, it's like I'm wearing nothing no, at no. all. <laughs> okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, Tydak, it is your turn. What are you gonna do, bud? Oh, <laughs> sorry, distracted. You're like, what's my next move? Well, now I'm, I'm labeling everything in the map. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, that's not on the thing now. Button. Well, I guess I'm gonna try and hit uh, Doggo number three since he's right in front of me. You may try. I still have Glaive in hand, so Glaive smash. Glaivin. Does a 13 hit the doggo? Yep, it certainly does. It's a solid three damage. <laughs> Let me go ahead and click nice. on a number. Oh, man. That's like this much damage. Okay, so <laughs> unlike last time, you swing your Glaive, Tydak, and you're able to connect. But now this dog is... It was irritated before, now it's just pissed off at you. <laughs> Alright. Baron, you are up. Alright. I'm going to move away from the doggo. And shoot another shot. Take your shot. I'm pretty sure an 8 goes... Oh wait, I fire with advantage, don't I? Yeah, because that's the one with Hunter's Mark. No, this is still against Asshole. Oh, yeah, asshole is advantage because he's still trapped in seaweed at the moment. So, I'm fairly certain even with anything denied to him, a nine does not hit. Nope. So it's worth like, a try. One of those, just in crab form, he was like, damn it. Came out of the scrub brush, he's got a little pitch on his fingers, got a little sticky. I mean, that's what happens. All right. Speaking of Hugh, you are up. What is King I'm going to move over my here? way over here, and <laughs> I'm going to claw attack the the doggo in front of me, just like right there, Adam. Okay. okay. That's a uh, 22 to hit. <laughs> what the actual hell? <laughs> that hits. I rolled really well with my plus on being a giant crab. Okay. That that. And he gets it is six points of bludgeoning damage, and he is grappled. Oh. Lovely. <laughs> I'm not letting go to you. And we you have, have time to hydrate. I need to. I'm a crab. Oh, boy. So, yeah, Doggo is now grappled. Lovely. <laughs> okay. That is my turn. Alrighty. And Dimian. Alright. Wrecks and things. Yep. Alright. So, if everybody's going to be ganging up on me, I might as well start raging. So, bonus action. I would like to rage. Yeah, we love to see it. Come on, get up with the spammer. And uh, yeah. Alright, I'm going to make an attack against Doggo number three. Rob Zombie drops the place in the background as he rages. That's a <laughs> 16. Hold on a second. 
That is a... That song is even better live. <laughs> I'm sure. He puts a good show on. Okay, yeah, so that's a, uh, a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, definitely hits. Alright. For 12 damage. No, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. That's not... I'm sorry, that's 15 damage, actually. <laughs> no, one shot the dog. I mean, the dog exploded. As what dog? It's... Oh, and I... Oh, and I used over my... there. A little bit over there. Oh, and I used my bonus action to rage, so I can't do the... Oh, I thought I got extra attacks or something. You know, no, you know what it is? I'm... It's... Hold on. Not yet, at what least. The... Hold on. Features and traits. Done. Reckless attack. No, that's reckless attack. I could have sworn I got extra attacks. Oh, you, no, you know what it is? I'm conflating this character with my monk. Both don't wear armor. Both are masked. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, it, it's also been over a month since I've played either game. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, I raged and pureed a dog. Yeah, Ooh. you pureed the dog. It's still standing at this moment. Oh, <laughs> that's a scary dog. <laughs> now it's just gonna go. Now it's just gonna full blown going in for the kill when it gets the chance. But okay, yeah, well, it's the dog's adrenaline is gonna make it taste better. He's like, you can't taste anything. Actually, yeah, I can. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, so this dog is bleeding profusely. It's on death's door. But it's gonna. It's eyeing you, Endymion, and it's not too happy with you. Oh, that's alright, I'm not too happy with myself either. Myself either. Oh no! <laughs> I don't want to hurt dogs. No. Like dogs. I like dogs. The doggos. Alright, like turtles. Speaking. I like turtles. Speaking of doggos, it is the enemy's turn. Alright. Asshole is gonna attempt to get out of the seaweed. So, motherfucker, he does not. <laughs> I hate this. All right. Okay, Blinko Dog Number One is gonna try to get out of the grapple. Fun. So strength. Okay, here we go. I'm assuming an 18 gets it out of it. Yeah, so it breaks the grapple. Yeah, so it just wriggles itself, and you're trying to hold on you, but. Nah, it does not, so it is no longer grappled. Finally, something goes my way. Okay, so it's no longer grappled, but it had to use its stuff to get out of it. Blinko Dog, number two. Let's see, who does it want to go after? It's feeling some dragonborn meat, so let's see if it attacks Tidak. <laughs> I don't make these decisions, but dice do. <laughs> uh, fifth. 15, does it hit, Jace? 15. You're muted, bud. <laughs> okay. Cool. Sweet. Here we go. You know what? This dice is going in jail. That is only one... <laughs> that is only two piercing damage. Excuse me. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, ow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. No, no, don't you start that. I believe that you said two, correct? Yeah, you only take two pierce damage. All right. Salty about that. Speaking of salty, Doggo Three is gonna go after the barbarian <laughs> cause it's angry. Yeah, well, so am I. And it's his fault. 
to get. Does it matter? He doesn't move, so he doesn't know what opportunity to attack. Yeah, Doggo tries, but nothing. It got him. Oh, wait, hold up. No, it doesn't do anything for me. So, it misses. And Doggo number four. You know what? Doggo number four kind of surveys its uh, surroundings. And you just start to see... For all of you see this, you start to see Doggo number four close its eyes a little bit, and you start to see, like, a very teal-colored mist start to surround it, and then in an instant, it vanishes, oh. and it is, so it's going to teleport, and it is going to move, it's going to move right next to Corvus. <laughs> oh, no. Unfortunately, that is its turn, but, yeah, so... Top of the order. Speaking of Corvus, you're up, bud. Bokai. Blinko dog just, just appeared next to you. Range. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna move. Five. Uh, Wait, okay. So my brain's still stuck on 3.5. I can move away from it without triggering an attack of opportunity, right? No. no. Okay, cool. Unless you have disengage, which I don't think you do. Everybody has disengaged, but it's an action. Yeah. The I can take it as a bonus action because I have nimble escape being a goblin. Gotta love the goblins. <laughs> the gooblins. Gravelons. Uh, yeah, I think I'll uh, just disengage. 2, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Over here, next to my new friend, Farron. And uh, I disengage so I can't attack, so... I guess that's the end of my turn. If you use yeah. your bonus action to disengage, you can still attack using. Yeah, your I was gonna. Okay. okay, God, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna attack then. God, sorry, I. Well, you haven't played in a month. God. <laughs> so does 23 hit? Doggo four. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Ain't so noob now, huh? <laughs> that's seven piercing damage to Doggo four. Lovely. It's still not looking good, but Doggo 4 is still up and about. It's just more irritated and angry at you. Alright, Darlin, you are up. I'm not happy about Doggo 4 zooming past the line and getting next to my little buddy, but I figure if we take out asshole, whimper <laughs> A-hole. Okay, God hates asshole. Going to go with oh, a everybody want. 22 on asshole. Does that hit? What was the value again? 22. I hate. Th yes, it hits. <laughs> I hate this. I, I smashed that asshole. All right. <laughs> so we're we're going to go ahead and do guiding bolt on asshole. Oh. <laughs> for damage, 12 radiant damage though. Sunny D takes the power of the sun. May may. See, okay, I want to be mad at that, but as someone who's <laughs> as someone who spammed guiding bolts before it is the lower levels, it is a great spell. <laughs> and it makes me all shiny now, so next person gets advantage. If that was already bad enough. <laughs> you already have advantage, don't we? Well, yeah. It's just a stack, but still. Advantage from two sources, so <laughs> Exactly. Irritating. Shiny shit. Oh my gosh, he's the crab from Moana. Shiny. <laughs> Don't be stealing my shit. 
I can do what I want. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So, yeah, so that is your turn. Unless you're going to do a bonus action. <laughs> don't have anything useful yet. Is I love that operative word. Tidak, you are up. I'm going to try and do a two-for-one-er. Ooh. Huh. And I'm going to aim myself in such a way so I do not, and I repeat myself, will not hit Endymion again. Oh, no. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> I'm going to situate in such a way that the cone will not hit him. You might hit but the a-hole, though. It's only 15 feet, so it won't. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I'm going to situate... I'm going to situate in such a way in my little cone so that I can only hit Doggo 2 and 3. Oh and God. maybe 1, depending on how, how the cone reaches. Because if that's the case, I hit him too. So, remind me, you can move from any corner of the square you inhabit in a 15-foot cone, correct? I I'm... believe... Yes, that is the case. Yes, sorry. I'm just, like, slowly thinking about it. But yes. Okay, All so right. I'm going to try and do so my... you should uh, be able to do it like this. And hit the three of them without moving. Correct. That was my thought. Alright. So, I'm assuming you're using... The... Oh, this is going to be fun. Go you're ahead using... and roll me a deck save for all three doggos. <laughs> that are in front of Alright. <laughs> so, it's for something... one, two, and three, I need you to roll a deck save for each one. Lovely. Alright, here we go. Alright, dice... Doggo number one, doggo number two, doggo number three. In total, that is doggo number one. In total, from doggo one, two, and three, it goes 13, six. Okay, so one and three take half damage, and number two is going to take full damage, and I rolled max damage on the die. Oh, Jesus. So one and three are taking eight, and the second one is taking 16. Holy hell. All right, hold up. Let me do some maths real quick. Ouch. As so, someone would say. So a green haze blasts out through my mouth and and coats the, the doggos, attacking them mentally. Yep, because you're gem dragonborn. You're his psionic, so that's fun. <laughs> but yeah, so as soon as you do that, yeah, doggo number three is just... Gone. It's eviscerated. Yes. <laughs> Drooling. Just. <laughs> and I got first blood. First blood. <laughs> but yeah. So, poor doggo number three. It's Gonzo. <laughs> it is dead. I did a thing. I'm so happy. <laughs> All right. So that is your turn. Ferin. You just witnessed a dragonborn just psionically blasting a couple doggos. <laughs> Was that your breath attack? Yes. Oh, I've heard of halitosis in my day, but wow. The brush this morning. You just hear the <sighs> you just hear Captain Graysell from the distance. Yeah. All right. So fitting is once again firing on asshole. A sixteen hit. Yep. You said fifteen hit earlier, so. Yep, sixteen definitely hits. The better damage this time. He may take fifteen points of piercing. Oh my gosh. I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, he's not looking too good at the moment. He's bloodied. Spa I've ever been to. But yeah, he's, he's not doing too great him. at the moment. Still tangled up in seaweed. Very pissed off. 
Wait, he got entangled again when I was gone? Great. He's no. still entangled. He's he hasn't still... I, thought he bro- I thought he broke out of it. No! Nope. I'm trying, damn it! No, he almost did, but he has disadvantage. Ah. Yeah, because I got a natural 20, and then I was reminded that it's disadvantage, and I'm like, FML, bro. FML. <laughs> You're like, yay. Shit. All right. Hugh, it is your turn. That doggo is not getting away from me. I'm going to attack him again with my claws. Go for it. Squish, squish. <laughs> Does a 20 dirty hit. If you can feel <laughs> the seething anger that I'm, that's radiating <laughs> on my body, yes, it hits. He takes seven points of bludgeoning damage, and he is now uh, grappled again. Lovely. <laughs> and, I, and as I do that, I spat a little water out of the top. Good. <laughs> It's like insult to injury. Psst. Oh, I was about to say it. It's like you uses bubble beam. For a second there, I, I thought I forgot that you had wild shaped, and I was immediately reminded of the uh, ta- of Rikuo's taunt from uh, Darkstalkers, where he would pull <laughs> his tongue. Do you remember Rikuo, the merman guy? He would pull his tongue, and his blood. He just spontaneously generated a blowhole, and it just like, this little squirt of water. So it's just like, cheese, Louise. Got him again. He's grappled. At He's staying in his grapple because I want to grapple the one in front of Will next because I get two claw attacks. I know. I know. We got it. All right, before I blow my gasket. And for people watching, I'm not really bad. Please know that. I only say these things. I'm actually loving it. And Divian. Yes. Smash, smashing things. All right. Dead things smash. Yeah, might as well smash the one that's in, standing right there in front of me. It was. It, it's a living creature that is foolish enough to stand in front of a raging barbarian. That also rolled poorly on initiative, might I add. <laughs> yeah, that's 21. That hits. My soul is just leaving my body. <laughs> oh, that's cocked. Alright, that's not bad. Where's my damage? Where's my damage? There it is. 16 damage? So 16 damage? 16 damage with the great axe. Yep. Just how do you want to do it? <laughs> Gently. I don't want to. I don't want to maim the doggo. Okay, then. To make sure that Peta doesn't come after this for this stream, gently describe how you end this dog's existence. I'm, I'm gonna hug it to death. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> You're gonna. I am legend it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. hey, I'm gonna no, radio. He's going to put it down. Respectively. You know what it is? It's uh, it's the rabbits. I'm just gonna hug oh. it. I hugged the rabbits, George. Tell me about the rabbits, Tydak. Tell me about the rabbits. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna hit it with the flat of my blade, so I just knock it out rather than completely eviscerate it. Yeah. So splat and just. <laughs> As a dog owner, my heart, my faith in humanity has not been betrayed tonight yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Give us a go. Alright, so, yeah. You knock this thing out. Alright, now it's whatever's left of the bad guys' turn. <laughs> it's going to... Asshole's gonna try this time, once again, to get out. But it's with disadvantage still. It's a fool. It's a strength save, it's not without, with disadvantage. Oh, uh, okay. Finally! Does a 19 get me out of here? Yes, it does. Cool. I am <laughs> to run away now that all my dogs are gone. Still got one. I just know oh, that if two. the dog in front of me tries to teleport, it's going to take me with it. 
I know. <laughs> because technically it's part of its equipment now. <laughs> Alright, so the asshole finally gets out and he takes a look at the battlefield and sees two my dog is sonically just bleeding from the ears. <laughs> it's dead, and the other one's currently knocked down. As he looks around the battlefield, he just stares at the group, mutters something underneath his breath, and then gets into a stance. <laughs> but yeah, though, unfortunately, that's what its turn was. <laughs> Alright, doggo number one. It is grappled. The strength yeah. check isn't, isn't his action to get out, is it? Yeah, it is. It is. Really? The creature has disadvantage on decision throws. It has advantage. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see here. Just hold on. Checking it. Checking the spell. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your save. So yeah, it has, it's make can use its action to do that. Fair enough. Does he have a bonus action or he can action surge if he's a fighter? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Sucks to be him. I know. Tell me about it. So the other thing about that, Mikey, Mikey, the other thing about that is that as a DM, you can absolutely say, oh, yeah, he totally does. Did you write it down earlier? No, doesn't matter. Now, now you wrote it down earlier. So the way I see it, as I def that thought did cross my mind, but the way I see it is just, just don't worry. Worse things are waiting for you for me to start doing these things. Right uh, now, look, if you, make, if you make the encounter harder, that's more XP. That's all I see it as. So it's a game. Remember, we're doing Milestone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, so now it's just pissed and he's in a ready stance. So grappled Blinko Dog. No, it's not going to... It's going to try to get out of there. You're going in jail. That's a natural one. <laughs> Just like last... The farther into my claw. Yeah, I was going to say, like the last time, because enemy rolled natural one, player gets to decide, so he would just goes further into your claw as it tries to escape. Wiggle, yeah. Wiggle. All right, here we go. Blinko dog number four. You know what? It hasn't tried to attack the cleric so let's have it attack the cleric or try to at least no mercy oh that's not good that is a natural 20 i'm sorry derelict oh boy here we go so we are going to roll let me get one more dice yikes that is a total of nine piercing damage yeah <laughs> it just takes the chunk out of your Darlin and so it's has your body part in its mouth. <laughs> Wait, which one? Oh, okay, I see where it is. Yeah. Sorry, did you say that was grappled because it's got a body part? Um, okay. Nah. It just bit you really hard. Alright, top of the round, Corvus! You are uh -huh. up. Yes, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to shoot a hole now. He does not have advantage on those hits now. A holy he what? does because of uh, Guiding Bolt. So he has mm -hmm. advantage on this attack mm -hmm. against A-Hole. Oh, wow. That's well, fucking rough. Never mind. That's awesome. He breaks out of that and still has it. It's like you've lost the seaweed. You still have it. So does 22 hit? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. That's a legitimate question. I don't know what his AC is. It hits. <laughs> Seven piercing damage to a hole. Lovely. And that'll end my turn. Good on you. 
A-hole swallows the damage. All right. Darlin, my good buddy, it is your turn. All right. Let's see. I don't imagine blink dogs are too wise, so we're going to pull the dead on that fool. Get him back Ooh. for biting me. Yikes. Vicious. Love to see it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, do I have to make a save for it? Yeah, that's going to be a wisdom save. Okay. I'm assuming a 10 does not save itself. It does not. A 9. You love to see it. How do you want to do this? <laughs> just the shout and the metronome of Okulitoi just shatter this poor dog's mind. And it just lays down in defeat and just... It just breaks and it's like... It just, it's like... Is the dog's convulsing now? Lovely. humane way to... <laughs> I don't know about that. Just a crab hanging onto a dog in the middle of a desert. Alright, we're gonna move on. Corvus, your turn. I'm shooting at A-hole again. But yeah. Well, it was gonna be the blink dog turn, but then Oakley Dokley over here just shattered its mind. Um, <laughs> so, I'm shooting A-hole again. Still out of advantage, right? No, because no. it's only that first attack after the yeah. guiding okay. bolt. Just making sure. But you do have plus uh, D4 to your attack from the emboldening bond. I'm going to save you... that because oh. I don't think... No, you, you can use it again and again. Oh, shit. Maybe. Hold on. On every roll for the next <laughs> 10 minutes. I want to add that then. Fun. Emboldening bond. Oh, yeah. It's less, but... Yeah. And it's a feature from your peace domain, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, by D4, roll the 2, plus 3 on my D20, that's 5, plus 7 is 13. I don't think 13 still hits. No, it does not. <laughs> I got scared there for a second. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Yeah. It just misses. All right, Darlin, your turn. <laughs> I just went uh, against the dog, so it, it cycles around to everybody else. We did that. <laughs> Listen, you guys are killing my baddies here. Yeah, because Cor Corvus. Just... Yeah, no, Corvus went, and then I went, and then I killed the dog, oh, and then Corvus right. went yeah. again. Never um, mind, Tydak. I was looking at I the was wrong confused. Card. Listen, I'm just. There's a lot of emotions well, going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just going to roll because I don't trust the... Blenders <laughs> is everybody's favorite. True. Does a 16 hit? A-hole. Uh, A-hole. Yeah, it hits. Okay. As pissed as I am about that. 10. I'm gonna, Okay, so I'm going to hit him with a... I'm going to hit him with a firebolt. Okay. For how much damage? 10. About that. <laughs> how do you want to do that? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna I'm gonna take one of my hands off the glaive and go, "Hey man, <laughs> let's heat this up." And I just you could have said, "Let's light it up." Is like feel the heat. <laughs> no, no. I was like visually disappointed in him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really have much visual capabilities. <laughs> could a human torch it like flame on? No. <laughs> yeah. Now see. Now see. If I was using oh, freeze no, red, say, "Hey things. man, time to take a chill pill." <laughs> That is but, not... <laughs> so you you if you had Ray of Frost, you'd just be going full Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. 
<laughs> hey man, let's kick some ice, all right? Kill, Kill the dinosaurs! I'm so good at these both right it's now because really I was thinking about y'all. But okay, so <laughs> Ty Deck yells, catch race! <laughs> he uses Do a the thing. Move. He, he uses the move catch phrase. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. <laughs> it's super effective. Spoon. <laughs> Alright. So And then I guess I'll I'll go stare around this guy. Okay. So actually this gives me a perfect moment for this. So as this guy just is charred beyond belief and is just lying and now seaweed on fire as well. <laughs> seaweed. You see a small tear come from the giant crab. <laughs> it's like not seaweed. So hey, we we can eat it later. It's a snack. Don't worry about it. This kelp is on fire. As this cap, as I deserve this captain. That. Yeah, you do. As this captain's just lying there in its last breath, you're standing over him, Tydek. Granted, the battle's still going on, but we're gonna say that. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So, Go. in his final moments, the guy just looks at you, and in his last bit of energy, just wheezes out. It's just like, I see the twins' grand prize is still alive. Looks like you were you worth something after all. And just, breath just stops coming out, and he just dies. Yeah, I don't like that comment. That's <laughs> Personally, as a player, I don't like that. Secondly, as Tydex, I don't like that. I'll explain <laughs> shortly. Let's let's finish this. All right. So, given that, we got one Blinko dog, which is still grappled by a crab, and it is Fedin's turn. No need to be cruel. It'll move up. Bonus action. Oh, transfer <laughs> over the hunter's mark. And as he moves up, he draws his great axe from across his back. Holy crap! <laughs> Let's uh, put this wee one out of its misery. Surprised you didn't pull out Which a I... shovel. No. Which I will not do with an eight. Oh, wow. I was ready for... My soul was ready for it to be crushed, but... Uh... Uh, he's grabbed. Does that give me an advantage? I don't think it does, but it's worth asking. Grapple. Let me check. I don't think he... I don't think you have advantage against him. No. Zero. Yeah, basically. Yeah, the speed comes zero, and they don't benefit from any bonuses in their thing. They can still attack and do other things. But is he, uh, what is it called? Flanked? Maybe flanked? They might have advantage on it because there's a bunch of us around it. Yeah, oh, technically... Somebody has to give up their action in order to create a situation that happened in 5e. Flanking is a bonus term. Oh. Oof. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, so you don't get the advantage from Grapple, unfortunately. He has to be restrained. Because basically I'm holding him there, and he can still, like, <laughs> chomp him through stuff. <laughs> Lovely, but right. so the, the doggo lives one more turn, but I don't think it'll last longer because it's Endymion's turn. No, it's Hugh's turn. Isn't oh, yeah, I have my other claw that I can make an attack with. So, holding this thing with my one claw, I'm gonna go for the underbelly. Oh, jeez. he's gonna vivisect it. Give it a minute. Yeah, <laughs> does a 16 hit? Yeah, yes, it does. That is five points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my god, it's still alive. <laughs> but now he's double grappled! <laughs> this is, you're just holding it? <laughs> yep. Yep. Now no, it's double. I, I, I turn slightly to present him to Endymion. Because <laughs> it's your turn, bud! <laughs> you just see this dog's eyes. 
there's a mixture of anger, disappointment, <laughs> and, and fear. fear, and sadness as we right. know what's coming next. Am I attacking with opportunity here? Against oh, a... It's a grappled opponent. It's a grappled opponent, yes. Okay. All right. That's a 24 to hit. 24 to hit. Just misses. Just misses. No, it totally misses. Of course it hits. <laughs> and you know what? I am just going to... I'm going to make an unarmed strike to just put it out of its misery. I'm just going to bonk it on the head for seven damage. You just described it. You could go into more detail, but how do you want to do that? Just bonk, just... just bonk it on the head, knock it out. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so... Just sort of drop the blunt end of end of the the handle end of the axe on its head. Just yeah. So you with the handle, you just bonk it on its head. You don't necessarily hear a violent crunch, but you can feel through your axe that you feel as it goes onto the dog's head. The dog's head just wobbles its head a little bit, and then in Hugh's crab arms just passes out. You lays the thing down, retracts the, the claws. This is, what are you, a mecha now? Just retracting? <laughs> That's a odd thing when it's such a... Hugh is going to scuttle over to A-Hole. Yeah, okay, so you scuttle over to A-Hole. You see Tidak is currently still there, staring at him. Lifeless, no life in his eyes. Charred and burnt. Any still wounds on him anywhere? Because it still happened, you could probably hear and smell burning flesh as okay. well as see it crackling. So it's so crackling. I, I drop wild shape pop back up reach in my pack and pull out a small vial and I try to collect a little bit of his blood and cork it. I do this I'm not hiding this. I am just doing it taking it enough in there to fill about half a vial cork it and stick it back in my pack and then we'll search <laughs> the body. Okay. It is not for me. It is unfortunately a Perk of the trade, but we will find in time that it will be beneficial to all of us. Have I told you about my Lord Dagon? The fish face. You have not. Seeing as how you've not even told me your name yet, lad. Ah, how uh, impertinent of me as we are here in the middle of a battle, but my name is Human Being. I am here to serve and bring good news of the deep and the darkness within. I am Ferret. You, you are one of the good ones out there at fighting. Much appreciated. Met because of the bodies. Okay, so uh, before we get into that, I'll let you search the bodies before we get into the two dwarves talking to each other. Roll me and investigate. Um, I'll be j- back in just a second, friends. Investigation. Oh, Alright, the host is gone. Good. Everyone take over. That's not good. I rolled a 12. Oh, jeez. So, Darylin, you're searching this body, too? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, Hugh, through the magical convenience of me, (laughs) as you are searching the body, you do find a scimitar on this gentleman, as well as a small little dagger. And then, for you, Darylin, you see... Hugh, pick up the weapons, but in your invest, as you're searching the body too, you find underneath his kind of coat a little hidden pocket 
that ha- contains a pouch of six golds in a little kind of like can- small canvasy bag. In addition to that, as you are searching inside the canvas bag, not only do you find the gold, but you see a small rolled up little parchment about yay size, nothing too big of a piece of paper, just folded in different angles, things like that. Go ahead and just kind of unravel this. A little love note here. What's going Let's on? have a little looksy doodly here. Um, uh... Was this high school again? Passing notes? <laughs> okay, so Darylid, as you unfold the piece of paper and you take a look at it, you see a sketch messily, may I add, but you can make out that this sketch is of one Mr. Tydak with the note next to it bring him back at all costs I didn't do it you can't prove it hey there listen man it looks like you were a pretty popular fella his last words to me were the twins grand prize is still alive so yeah that was fun and traumatic felt a little bit better though while they're doing this he was walked back over to Farron. If you want to know more about the uh, wonders of the deep, I, I do have this pamphlet here on my Lord Dagon. It's a soaking piece of paper. <laughs> there's really nothing you can do to stop the coming, but if you jump on board, then at some point you will be rewarded with all of the greatness that the underwater world brings. And he cocks his head, unblinking eyes, just... And- let this dry out, Solomon. Have a read. Whichever way you'd like it. I have more <laughs> if you need to go over again. I have the children's version I gave to Darlin. Oh my gosh, I love it. And just, <laughs> you just start walking off into the ship. Okay. So, <laughs> while that's happening, Ferrin, you, uh, I'm assuming you pocketed the piece of paper or wherever to keep it dry. <laughs> yeah, he puts it somewhere that it won't get everything else he has wet. Okay. <laughs> I will say at this point, once you do that, you walk over to where Tydek and Darlin are, and so... Lamette <laughs> Cousin. there, neighborino. How you doing? How'd you wind up on this here uh, island? Were you, were you floating along with this fella here? No, I had a ship that was taking me to do some spice runs, and I'm afraid they left without me. Got a little, uh, Excited when I found some coconuts. Oh, that wasn't very friendly. No, it was not. Were they trying to do the Kessel run? Oh, I'm not certain. I don't think it was a full spice run, just spice trade. There's more than enough room on our ship, I think. I don't think Cap would mind a, a extra set of hands to help us out. I'd be much obliged. It's been about two weeks I've been here, so I, I'd be... That's a lot of coconuts. They've been eaten quite some time ago. I did manage to take down a deer and make some venison. I I still have a little bit of venison jerky if anybody wants to share. Oh, we've got plenty of fresh dog meat. I try to avoid eating the fey. They taste a little funny. (laughs) Also, ain't that a rule? Like, you don't eat the fey, otherwise you're theirs or something? I dance. I I like to dance. Theirs, not dance. You belong to them. You are theirs. I think that's just if you accept a treat from them. 
I'll, I'll eat them as a treat. But you can have you can have a little of fair folk as a treat. I'd not want to anger an elder fair by eating a lesser fair. I say we give them fair burial and leave them where they are. There's plenty to be hunted on the island. Or we could just get back on our boat and go get off the island. That sounds like a better plot. Is your boat nearby? Thought it was. Oh, right not, next to that other boat. Not gonna, not gonna lie. In the heat of battle, I lost track of things. We, we, we do have the killed dinghy. the main we guy. We, we killed the main guy, but we still have to find the the possible cargo that was being hauled and the other crew members of the wrecked ship. What manner of cargo? Uh, we think it might have been people. Oh, people. The bipedal kind. So no Santos. Farron pulls his arrows out of the guy and for good measure makes sure they get put back in properly so he's not getting back up. People, you say? Yeah, yeah it seems that I, I thought they just had a shipment of necklaces and bracelets but the, the crew here let me know that it was uh, a little bit more about keeping people in line. You Forgive me if this is asking questions that, are, that have already been asked, but uh, what are you doing here on the island? So I was with a smaller boat making a spice run and got left behind when they pulled off. I got a little distracted by some coconuts. I'd never seen coconuts before being from the mountains and wanted to see what they tasted. It's surprising. I looked everywhere for the little hairy things people said I needed to find and all I found were the big green ones. But you're able to cut them through just fine with a good enough axe swing. Just gotta ask the right question. Alright, so... You got distracted by coconuts. See, he's one of the reasons they failed at the castle. I. All right, you clearly need help. We That's all your physics. Yes. Coconut under oh. the mountain. Like, yeah. All of us need help nowadays. I, we, we just all of us are very strange. My grandchildren have said the same thing a few times. All right. So. Would you like a couple of children's pamphlets for your grandchildren then? Oh, they're not children anymore. They're well over... Tell me you have Dagon coloring books. Oh, that's what I gave to Darylin. It's actually actually a watercolor set. It's a watercolor set. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Alright, so as you guys are talking amongst yourselves, from the greenery in the forest, you hear for a couple of seconds the rustling of the plants and the bushes and all that and as you guys turn your head towards that direction you see something that doesn't necessarily given the circumstances you're surprised to see other individuals on this island and as you guys are looking at it two individuals come out of the shrubbery one is an elderly human female with a long braid going down her back, gray hair. She's lived life for a very long time. And hiding behind her is a very young, interesting-looking individual. You see a child, but as you take a look at it, it is a young dragonborn just holding on to and hiding behind this elderly female. And... She addresses you guys 
Is it over? Is he gone? He'll trouble you no longer, young one. And she takes a look <clears throat> into the scenery, seeing you guys, seeing the blink dogs and the captain of the ship on the ground. And you just see her kind of collapse to her knees a little bit and begin to, like, ugly, happy cry. And move <laughs> forward to help her. <laughs> Thank you, Levin. And through her tears, just the ugliest of cries, she says, I have no idea how happy we are to be free from this mon's control. And at this moment, um, <laughs> she hands you the cell phone. She's like, this is for you. This is for you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Dang it, that phone call threw me off my track. Oh, there we go. <laughs> At this moment. At this moment, she just oh, composes herself a little bit, sticks her fingers in her mouth, and just the loudest whistle you can. And as that sound kind of dissipates, you see a couple of other individuals of various species and ages just start coming out, all of them wearing raggedy, torn up, garments all that kind of stuff and in total with the elderly woman and the young dragon board everyone you are now looking at six individuals standing in front of you just eyeing you guys with a little trepidation in their behind their eyes i want to walk up to the other dragonborn and see what kind of dragonborn he is or she is so as you walk up to this young dragon board she, still a little scared, hides behind the elderly woman. Upon closer inspection, that she is a blue dragonborn. Don't be scared, young one. And I show my forearm and un unveil the bandages off it. You're not alone. You know what? I'm not even going to make you roll for that. The moment that she sees the Zivrajani family crests branded onto your arm she lifts up her leg a little bit and you can see that there's a small Rajani mark on the back of her thigh she turns around she looks at it and she looks at you and she could just still a little hesitant slowly makes her way out behind this elderly woman and walks up to you and just gives you a big ol' hug around your leg <laughs> Seems you made a new friend, young one. She, the young dragonborn, just nods and just she's holding you tight. Act. She's she. You can feel through this hug that a sense of relief is washing over her. But with the things that she's experienced, she's a little afraid to let go at the moment. Is there any more of you, Forest, or is this it? The elderly woman just looks at you, Tidak. This is all that's left, or. At least survived, anyways, on the trip. Is there any more crewmen? No. At least... And she hesitates. At least not anymore, there's not. Less spoken of. Fair enough. Crew's dead, that means my vengeance for now is done. As this is happening and talking, and, uh, Hugh has been dragging the blink dogs out to the ocean and is pushing the bodies into the sea. Oh <laughs> give me a little thing and he's going for the next one and just he's coming over to get a hole soon are you offering these the Dagon oh yeah <laughs> oh I'm offering there is an offering happening do I see this happening like out of the corner of my eye or something Make me I a don't perception. think he's being very 
secretive I'm about it. I'm not being stealthy. I'm oh, just I, I know he's not, but I'm facing this way, out of the corner of my eye. Do I see you doing this? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> You're rolling for it. Just roll for it. You told me to roll for it. I know. What'd you get? Well, I'm clicking buttons. I got a solid 13. You said that he was doing something, but you're too wrapped up into the moment to get any specifics. But you notice that you can hear him walking about the beach, though. And a dragging sound. <laughs> can I kind of turn my head and see before he gets a hole? Oh, yeah, there's well, four dogs. You... It's going to take a while. Yeah, so <laughs> you turn around, Hugh, dragging the dogs. I'll say he's about to start on the fourth one. <laughs> Leave that one for a minute, would you? I have a plan. Very well. As long as it gets put in the place it needs to be by the end. You fine. can have it after we're done. Those are the um, worst words of DFT uh, here. I have a plan. Mike so, gets a 14 medicine check to check the old lady and any of the other people over. Make sure okay. there's no open wounds. So, as you... So, Fetid, as you oversee the old lady and the other individuals, minor scrapes and minor cuts, but... Nothing to, n no grievous injuries that need to be attended to immediately. You could tell that they've been here for a bit, but they seem to be capable and nothing too extreme with their injuries. So you just patch up like minor scratches and things like that. I don't have deer jerky anymore. It's been handed out. Just deer everyone's jerky. just. Okay, so back to. I'm afraid to ask this, Jace. What is the plan? <laughs> well, it's not a bad one. It's more like a way for them to get their sense of revenge on the captor. You know, kind of like get over that home. I offer the old lady uh, a dagger from my backpack and go, you want to take a stab? Get you want to oh. come poke a body? Hey, you want to buy? He's got one hit point. She turns around and goes, him. I was about to give him a <laughs> All right. She takes a look at the dagger. There's a moment of rage that crosses her eyes. But as she turns and looks at the dragon, the little dragonborn, she just closes the dagger, hands it back to you, and she says... What they did was unspeakable, but violence only begets violence. The young one doesn't need to see that. You are very wise, elderly one. I've lived well, long enough you. to learn those kinds of things. <laughs> so tell me, young lady, what is your name? She just turns to you, Fedin, just smiles. <laughs> the name is Agatha Ringwall. It was... I'm not going to lie. Agatha Ringwall at your service. Ferrin Stormhammer at yours. She just curtsies. She's pleasure to meet you. I wish it was under better circumstances, but... Who's that hiding from the blink dogs? Agatha. Agatha. Oh, oh, oh. What have I done? <laughs> and you, child, have you a name? The dragonborn just sees you, Ferrin, and she's runs behind Agatha and Agatha just pats her head. You must forgive the young one. She's not much been of a talker much. and she's been through a lot, but it's only fair. She, she just, a weird, but... she didn't really. And Agatha just pauses. 
Oh, there's no better way to say this, but she really didn't have a name when she was brought onto the ship, so we just call her Jade, and she seems to be okay with it. That is a beautiful name. I think so, too. And she seems to enjoy it, but she kind of just smiles at Jade. But yeah. My question right. is, what's the next step in our grand scheme? Are we going to take these people with us? Do you think the captain would be okay with us having them? I... And taking them to the... Where, where were we going again? I forgot the name of the town. You're on your way to Gundalin, the island nation. We could drop them off there. And we put a little bit of time into fixing up the boat. I've got the mending cantrip. Hello, <laughs> flotilla. How badly damaged was the one ship? There was a man-sized hole in the hull. Uh, <laughs> that the a-hole came out of? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like... Three days. <laughs> you can repair up to a one-foot section every six seconds with mending. We have so, all the time in the world. An <laughs> hour would be one foot by one foot, 60 square feet. Plenty enough for a man-sized hole to be basically repaired, if not fully restored. An hour. It was beach. Actually, <laughs> so ten in a minute. Oh, no, the math. <laughs> 10 times 60, 600 square feet. Well, that's the mass, that's the sails, that's the hole. Hey, you just have to float, and we have to have enough rope to tie her to the other boat for the meantime. Just yeah, because... to get going. <laughs> I can fix it on the run, too. <laughs> so in our dinghy, we're going to be towing this thing. Oh, no, the other ship's out there, too, isn't it? Yeah, but we have to get back to that ship first. No, he's saying, bring, he's saying bring the, the other boat just close enough, and do we drag a long rope to it? Uh, I know, but we also still need to get to that other boat to tell them that's what we're going to do. We could just drag a long rope. Okay. <laughs> and, and nobody has message. I mean, well, while like they're you. doing that, I can spend that time actually repairing the hole in the hull. Okay, so here's the game. So let me get the game plan straight. So... Y'all are just going to chill. Darylid is going to fix this thing, correct? I'm not going to. At most, Maybe. it's an hour. That's a short rest. <laughs> Everybody takes a short rest while I'm fixing the boat. Ending take, real quick. Yeah. It, it, in action. Day, it take longer? Oh, sorry. It's a minute to okay. cast mending. So I can fix <laughs> 60 square feet in an hour. Assuming it's a man-sized hole, it's approximately a five-square-foot five hole. The perimeter of that would be, what, 5, 10, 15, 20-square-feet 20, 20 perimeter. So while you're doing that, how about one of your original group, myself, to introduce me to your captain, and Lady Agatha and young Jade go back in the dinghy to inform the captain of what's going on, as well as to get some rations for these people who've had not but a bite of deer jerky for a few days. And and, Dim, and, and Dimian might be the best one to take them, because he's an actual crew member on the boat. We're all just kind of passengers. Um, I'm thinking Dimian is passed out. <laughs> and to help out with feeding and hydrating the, the, the 
the stranded people. I can cast create water into some containers that we find on the boat, and they've got 10 gallons of clean drinking water. You've got to love that spell. <laughs> and Demian is taking a short rest. Yep. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Like I said, it's been a rough day. <laughs> hey, man, take it when you can get it. We're not, gonna... yep. <laughs> We're not judging you at all. Trust me. I'm dragging, I'm dragging the body up to sea. Does everyone want to take a short bio break real quick to stretch themselves a little bit? <laughs> sure. Sure. Right. You know what that means. I'll be going outside. We'll be back in just a couple minutes, folks. Before we go ahead and do that, are we good to roll? Do it. I have a body to bury at sea. There we go, and we're back. And we are live again. All right, so before our little break, Hugh, you are currently at this point. Daryl is working his actual magic manages to fix the hole into the ship. So, that problem solved. Now comes the other step of the plan. Who's gonna go back to the ship and tell the captain what's going on? I thought we agreed and Demian would be the best bet. He's an actual crew member. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. And if I remember correctly, before break, you were gonna send Agatha and Jade with him. And I was coming and as fair well. Someone in. who hasn't met the captain yet. Okay. I, do, I do give Jade a watercolor dig on pamphlet D for the ride. She looks at it and just smiles and just is holding onto it tight. Something to keep your mind on something else as you're riding, because obviously we know from Dragonborns we have had they're not the best on the sea. She just smiles at you, Hugh, and then she makes her way towards the dinghy with Endivian and Fedden. As she does it, I smile back, but remember it's all shark teeth. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> She's a dragonborn. I don't think shark teeth will bother her very much. Yeah. It's shark teeth and shark eyes. That's the problem. Fish are friends, not food. Not food. <laughs> okay, the, you, you're using that reference now. The problem is we live in a post-Suicide Squad world. So now the joke is going to be, friend. Oh, no. <laughs> friend. Bird. No, we friend. <laughs> oh, I love nom, nom. I, I enjoyed myself with that. <laughs> that was a really good movie. That was, I enjoy that movie. Now I gotta make a giant starfish enemy for you guys. <laughs> That's the final boss. It's an outer space what, starfish. There's Dagon right there. Sara mm. the Conqueror is actually just Dagon. That's fucking <laughs> terrifying. Okay, there see, now I'm trying to figure out how to make all the different characters <laughs> in D&D. Okay, let's reel it back in. We'll talk afterwards. What a pun for this game. Nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, Indivian and Fedden with Agatha and Jaded Toad, you guys make your way back to the ship. As you get closer, you have Chandri and the captain, like, lowering a rope ladder down, and you guys climb aboard. As you guys make your way up, Captain Graysell kind of just looks at the new crew, looks at you, Indivian, just pleasantly surprised then. It seems there are a lot more of you than I thought. <laughs> and looks at and she turns to you and Dimian is just like, So, what's the status reports? <laughs> this one pointing to I'm sorry. Pointed to Farron. This one got marooned. We could probably get him back well, we should probably get him back to dry land. The rest of these people have been living here under the uh, the traffickers. They Trafficker. uh, Yeah, the people that kept a Tidak. Oh. And you just see her expression 
change slightly before going back to a more jovial kind of facade. I see the Rajanis have reached out here. That's a little concerning. Yeah, them. That's what I was talking about. Captain Graysell just ponders for a moment. Oh, we'll deal with that in a bit. And she turns to you, Fedden. So, you got marooned on the island. <laughs> and you just smile. She puts her hand out. Captain Graysell, Admiral of the Voyager, and advisor of Lord Neverember. Pleasure to meet you. Fedden Stronghammer. Cook at the Stronghammer Inn. Pleasure is mine. The, at the mention of you're in, Farron, you just see her eyes just, like, widen. She's, you're the Farron. And for a moment, this air of authority and kind of commanding, commandeering and commandership just drops, and she turns into a little bit of a fangirl. <laughs> and she's just like, you've got to tell me all your stories later. And she just turns to you and Divian <laughs> as she's losing it a little bit. And then she just sees the concerned face. And she's just like, what? Just because I'm a captain of a ship doesn't mean I like my hobbies, Endymion. <laughs> All due respect, Captain. It's not that. It's not that I don't have the utmost respect for you and your hobbies. I just have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> she's like, I'll fill you in a little bit later. But she composes herself. I'm definitely looking forward to your stories, Fedden. And maybe I can get a little bit of your recipes. But... That'll be for later. She turns to Agatha and Jade. It seems that you need a ride. And she walks over to Jade, kneels down a little bit. And it seems that you've seen some harsh things, little one. And she takes off her captain's hat. And she's like, how would you like to steer the ship with me? And just puts it on top. The hat is, like, way too big for her, but you can see Jade adjusting it and pulling it out of her eyes a little bit, and you just see a small dragonborn smile just come across her face. And Agatha just looks at... She looks at both Euphedon and Endymion, and she just mouths without any sound. She just says, mouth, thank you to both of you. <laughs> and Captain Graysell... I, I have no way, but okay. Captain Graysell, with Jade kind of in tow, holding her in her arms, begins to steer the ship towards the island. And for those of you on the island, go through and see the ship getting closer. Captain Graysell yells at the top of her lungs. Looks like we have a couple of heroes on our hands and a couple of others that need a ride. Stay right there. We'll get you all situated and... We'll say for the sake of time, you guys get all the people on board the Voyager and you manage to tie a rope to the warship and just tow it along as you guys continue to make your way. So before that happens, Hugh, you still wanted to bury our former captain of that warship. Oh yeah, it's not much other than he just says a small <laughs> prayer to Dagon and offers his body to him as a as an offering to the sea take this powerful person who has done many wrongs and purge him of his of the darkness in the embrace of the deep and then he just kicks him in the head and knocks the body into the water <laughs> it wouldn't be you it wouldn't be it was a sweet moment that bam not gonna lie i like the idea that kicking them in the head is actually part of the ritual oh, yeah. 
It's not it's like, oh no, this is personal. Let's know. This is how we do. Kick in the head. Well, because they have to go feet first into the water because that's how you enter the water. You don't dive if you are the dead. You enter feet first. That is true. If you're diving in the water, you're still alive. You're head first. Oh my goodness. Okay. So for the sake of it, yeah. It was a beautiful moment. But we're making a cannon now. <laughs> that's how Hugh does funeral services just prayer kick in the head bam be like wait i'm still alive <laughs> not dead yet okay you will Bye be now. soon enjoy your time so i feel ha happy happy <laughs> not anymore oh my goodness all right as you guys continue your journey a couple days not even a couple two days pass by and you get to know a little bit of the individuals you guys picked up. Agatha and Jade are always hanging around you guys. Obviously, it's been two days, so it's considered a long rest. And as you awake to the final day, you guys are awoken by a sound of rough waves and the ship careening back and forth. Tidag, you throw up. <laughs> As you guys make your way to the deck, you see the rest of the crew of the Voyager just manning their stations, keeping the ship in one piece as thunderclouds and rain just drops all onto you guys as you make your way to the main deck. Captain Graysales looks at you guys and says, Man the stations! We're going to need all the help we can get! Ba positions now! And she just orders you guys to go to help in whatever ways you can. So, what is everyone's passive perception? I've got a 14. 13. Okay, so, how? who said they had 16? How many of you guys had 16 or higher? <laughs> okay. It's the two eh. dueling people. <laughs> this is going to be fun. So, in the madness that is trying to keep everything on the ship contained and from it capsizing Darlin and Hugh you guys through of it you hear something coming up from the side of the ship you hear yes we have two ships now the Voyager let's <laughs> the Voyager thank you though so you guys this is on the Voyager so the two of you through trying to keep the Voyager from capsizing both of you hear claw marks digging their way on the side of the ship and they're getting closer. Which side? We'll say the left side. That would be port. Listen, I do left and right, okay? I am a <sighs> land lover through and through. I'm gonna look over the edge and see what I can see. So, as you look over the boat, Hugh, you see a very familiar sight. You see... What looks to be a fish-like person that's similar to our fish friend you met on the ship, but behind their eyes, instead of humanity and kindness, you just see its bloodshot red eyes. And as <laughs> it looks at you, it, from its mouth, cheeks fill up and sprays a green mist in your face. <laughs> I know exactly what this is, because I do it to other people. <laughs> it's getting one right back if I get past this. 
So, give me a sec. We're not in another battle quite yet. But it is going to attempt. It spits at you. Let's see if it hits you. I'm assuming a 16 hits. Let me check. No, it does not. Dang it. So, yeah. So, it attempts to spit this green mist at you. But you knowing what exactly is coming at you, instinct kicks in and you back up, back onto the deck. Yes, the great sea Tajiri. Or the sea Asuka, whichever one you want to go with. Or the great Muda, if we're going to go really down that road. Wrestling, kids. (laughs) But yeah, so it misses, and what do you wish to do? I was thinking one thing. I'm going to completely change that, though. Hugh gets a side grin. He's, ah, one of my brethren who thinks they are better than most. He's going to cast Shape Water and freeze the water that's on the side of the deck underneath this creature and make him fall off. (laughs) Yeah! I'm just going to say it happens because that's awesome. I'm going to turn and say, we have intruders coming up the gunwales. They are like our friend here. I point to the other fish guy who was with, we are under attack, literally from under. As you say this to everyone else, from various points of the ship, different fish-like creatures. I always heard, I always mess up how you pronounce this. Saugen, however you want to pronounce it. Saugen. We're going to call it that. You see multiple Saugen kind of storm onto the deck and start making their way, grabbing crew members, just screaming, going on. And at this point, as you guys are trying to take in this scene from the same side on the left Hugh you just see a hooded figure just fall coming from the sky drop itself on the middle of the deck with a very interesting creature in its arms very penguin if you will and as this creature this hooded figure stands up and removes its hood, you see a very kind of like glowing-esque caramel skin with bright eyes that are being illuminated, silvery long hair, and in your travels, you know that this is an Azamar. And as the Azamar turns to you guys and it says, then, looks like I came at the right time. Shall we get this started? And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. (laughs) You guys are in another fight. But, and this is for record for everyone watching and for you guys, when you begin this fight, because you survived what was supposed to be a harder encounter but dice, you guys have now leveled up to level three. Oh. We get our archetypes, guys. (laughs) So playing. That means I got to make a decision. You got to make a decision, bro. Alright. Because we had Ditto. talked about whichever way you go. <laughs> um, Nothing's really fundamentally going to change. It's just a matter of all the extra bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all don't right. have to tell me now, no, but it's the next... I, 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 I want to make a decision right now. I want to do it live so with witnesses so that I don't like end up turning double back and overthinking it and everything like that. Okay. <laughs> As we wait in bated breath. But yes, I'm more interested to hear Jay's since you're one in one with each sorcerer and fighter, okay. <laughs> that was that was easy. Come on, I need, I need an action. And then Corvus, you're still going with your arcane archer. Yes. Um, 
I've, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> go. I'm, yes, go. I'm claiming it. I'm doing Path of the Depths. Ooh, Let's nice. go. <laughs> we uh, also need to think of a name for our new ship. Major two. <laughs> my, one of my friends in another D and D that I'm playing. They named their Sacred Mount Motherfucker Unlimited. Can we name our, the next boat Motherfucker Unlimited? Gosh. Uh, see, I think we I should mean... just continue with the naming convention, <laughs> and uh, our new ship is now the Seven of Nine. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my god. We can decide on this. <laughs> we can discuss this throughout the next couple weeks. But yeah, for those of you who are still up and watching, thank you guys for being here. Our next session is going to be at the end of September, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited. So does anyone have any projects that they want to plug real quick before we sign off for the night? Yeah, the, so th this is now the rarity that you see us stream over here on twitch.tv slash radiofreewill. Most of the shows that I'm doing now are over on twitch.tv slash vampiretouchent because I have joined forces with them. We are not going to be streaming this week over there in solidarity with the boy, the Twitch boycott in response to Amazon's lack of action towards things like hate raids and sexual harassment and homophobia and transphobia and everything like that. That official boycott is, the, is September 1st, although at Vampiric Touch we don't have anything actually happening on the 1st, so we were like, no, that's stupid. It's like the only day of the week that we actually don't have anything on the schedule, so we're pretty much canning everything for, for the rest of this week. That said, we will be getting back into Ordinary Kansas two weeks from now, and also because that does mean that our game of I Hunt got cut short by, for reasons of both protest and the previous week, I was just completely out of spoons. That means we are actually going to be continuing our I Hunt adventure through, adventure through the month of September. So that story got, is getting a couple extra weeks of fun on there. Then we, it just means I'm going to need to flesh out a little bit more of what's going on with the BDSM zombies. No, 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 real no. quick on that one. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening then. Uh, his brains. Oh. <laughs> anyway, the, and also keep an eye out on, for uh, Vampire Touch Entertainment because I think we're pretty close to having our Exalted team all together and I will finally be streaming an Exalted campaign which if you're new here is like hands down my favorite RPG ever so the fact that I get to share this game with everybody now is super exciting so uh, yeah that's it for me I think yeah. we love to see it anyone else got anything they want to plug I'm on a podcast called Improvised Weapons another D&D podcast if you like this you like that we just finished our first arc I think a little while ago and so you can listen all the way through for that and then we'll be coming back hopefully in the next month or two now that our dm's uh, baby is old enough that he doesn't have to worry about it dying in its sleep every night that was his <laughs> words not mine i know <laughs> um, the other thing i'll promote that i'm wearing here is a dump stat tee uh, you can get these at dumpstattees.com. i'm one of the uh, the ambassadors for that but you can get them in every stat and, and a lot of different colors including shiny lettering and stuff they are a local kind of two gamer company that uh, came together a couple years ago worthwhile money goes to good causes for them and i really recommend them they're very comfortable so dumps that tease awesome if no one else has anything to plug that will conclude the call of the deep for this month uh next session will be the last sunday of september which i believe is the 26th who's, whatever. who's on right now who can we raid at the moment <laughs> 
if we're gonna if we're gonna plug clothing and stuff like that, absolutely. Uh, specifically, there's someone above me in Discord who needs to plug their specific clothing line. You're talking about me, aren't you? No. <laughs> Technically, I'm not above you on either screen, but. Okay, I will do it, because usually when I come on these things, I always want to support my friends regardless, but since I'm putting on the spot. So yes, I do have a clothing line. If you go to D&D Vibe Tribe on Spring Tees, it is my Roll with Pride collection that I had up for uh, Pride Month that is still going to stay up for it. It includes all sorts of flags ranging from different orientations and gender identities but for those of you who are allies there's stuff for you guys as well there are some ally t-shirts that you guys can have and the cool thing is with this is that proceeds for this collection get donated to rainbow railroad which is an organization that i really enjoy which helps members of the lgbtq ITA plus community relocate from countries where they persecuted on their orientations and their gender identities and their preferences as well. But yeah, Dungeons and Dragons Vibe Tribe, teesprings.com. But other than that, thank you guys so much for being here tonight. And until next time, uh, love each other and take care. So this is Mikey signing off for tonight. And we're going to go raid our friend Alex Baum, who is also playing D&D tonight. So if you're if you still need more D and D in your life, uh, go check her out. Go give her a follow, and uh, yeah, enjoy. All right, <laughs> and we are rating Ray, seven, Shadow. six, five, <laughs> four, three, three two, two, one, one, one. Raid now. Oh, it's level three time, boyos. It is. Thank you so much for the raid. I appreciate it. Level five player, I might pick up some monk. Yeah. So you've got heal pretty much covered, right? Leo is a tiki talk person. Uh, eventually.